What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, it is Dave Taylor with you, and it's time to review WWE's Elimination Chamber. Uh, oh, my gosh. What uh, uh, <laughs> what a way predictable show that uh, turned out to be. Uh, a little bit of a uh, disappointment, but uh, if you just uh, checked out the uh, show here, uh, please uh, you know, drop your comments in below. Uh, if you got, uh, you know, just thoughts and everything that happened and, you know, were you expecting Cody Rhodes? Uh, let me know. Drop those comments below. Appreciate you watching. And it's uh, Dave Taylor with you. And thanks for joining us for Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. And uh, we've been doing this uh, for a long time, over uh, 240 plus episodes. And you can find us on the 106.9 The Fox's website and FM99's website at uh, 1069thefox.com and FM99.com under the media tab. And that's where you can uh, check out the previous episodes. And if you haven't uh, checked this out before, again, we've had interviews with like Seth Rollins in the show, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, heck, even Drew Carey. Yes, the guy from The Price is Right has been on Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. So again, you can check us out there, 1069thefox.com or FM99.com. And anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find us pretty much everywhere. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. And that's where you can uh, check us out and follow us on the Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. And make sure you get your notifications on so when we go live, you can join us and uh, you know chime in when we do these uh, live events. Uh, WWE just did their event in uh, Saudi Arabia and the uh, Elimination Chamber, which... Uh, uh, probably even more predictable than the uh, Royal Rumble. Hey, Alicia, thanks for uh, checking in uh, with Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. And, uh, yeah, the uh, the premium live event, as they uh, call them now, um, yeah, pretty much I think everything we talked about like two days ago happened at, at this event. Uh, we didn't get Cody Rhodes. I'll just get that out of the way. Uh, you know, it's weird because Kenny Omega sent a tweet about, uh, about Cody flying a plane to Saudi Arabia. And I was the drum of interest of the show. Or is that just, you know, Kenny being like, well, let's see if, uh, you know, if it's not a work that this is really happening or if it's a work that, uh, you know, with Cody and AEW. But uh, we did not get uh, Cody Rhodes tonight. And, um, you know, uh, Michael said uh, he didn't watch it. Keep forgetting that Saudi's a day event. I, I will say this. It is nice kind of having a, a live event at 12 o'clock because then I can get the day going. I don't have to worry about uh, staying up all night. Uh, watching like the Rumble or Mania. At least Mania is two nights now. So, uh, you know, it's not going to end at one o'clock in the morning like it did a couple of years ago. So we got through that. So we'll run through the uh, card tonight. They have uh, one pre show match. And it uh, featured uh, Ray Mysterio taking on The Miz in a match that, uh, uh, you know, it's almost like one of those like shenanigans that they try to do with like the whole uh, Eddie Guerrero thing where uh, The Miz and Dominic were fighting over a chair. And then The Miz tried to act like Dominic hit him and they threw Dominic out of the match. Uh, the Miz goes to uh, put away Rey Mysterio. Doesn't happen. Rey Mysterio wins, and then they uh, double him up with the six one nine. Which uh, afterwards, uh, if you caught this in the interview, he said that uh, he's going to get a tag team partner that is internationally known. Um, does that mean it's Cody Rhodes? Uh, is he bringing John Morrison back? Uh, we'll, we'll see who the Miz brings in, and if that guy is going to show up on Monday or if that's going to get teased. For a couple of weeks, uh, probably leading to a tag match at Mania where this is going. Although if it's Cody Rhodes, please don't make that a tag match. That needs to be its own thing. Uh, but, uh, of course, Cody and uh, Rey Mysterio have some history. But we'll see who they bring in for that. And then the uh, the big open of the show was uh, the Universal Championship match between Roman Reigns 
and Bill Goldberg. I thought this match was fine what it was. I mean, people complain, but if your expectations are pretty much what we got, then you're going to be satisfied with that because, uh, uh, you know, what do you, what do you really expect to happen at this point uh, with Goldberg and, you know, Roman Reigns can finally check off the box, if you will. Uh, you know, he did get a couple of spears in, uh, Goldberg did, uh, but I never really thought he's going to put Reigns away. Well, you, you couldn't get the jackhammer. Uh, tried it a couple of times, uh, then eventually uh, Reigns uh, choked him out. Which, by the way, uh, did the ref not see Goldberg grab the ropes in this situation? It's almost like he was just helping himself up. But, uh, yeah, no rope break there. And, uh, you know, how often you see, and it's probably the only time it's ever happened, uh, Goldberg uh, being choked out and submitted, basically, in this match. So uh, Reigns retains. And, uh, of course, uh, he's already facing Brock. At Mania will be title for title. We'll find out at the end of the show. As for Goldberg, um, this is probably his last Saudi match because he had uh, X number of matches in his deal, and this was the last match as part of that deal. Do we see him for Mania? Do we need him at Mania? Um, don't know who you would fight at this point, unless there's like one more match against Bobby uh, Lashley or something, which we'll get into what happened to him later on. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe this is it. You kind of figure, though, if he's going to go out, he's going to kind of go out, if he can, you know, his own terms, uh, you know, at a mania event or whatever else. But uh, we shall see if we're going to play that story because we got six weeks to build up stuff for WrestleMania. The um, next match in the card was the Women's Elimination Chamber match with the winner getting the Raw title shot. Uh, it was Bianca Belair, who we learned on Monday, was going to come in last in the match. So we had a dewdrop, Liv Morgan. Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., and Alexa Bliss. And um, this match, uh, you featured uh, Nikki A.S.H. starting off with Liv Morgan, and then you had uh, Dewdrop coming in, and then uh, Rhea Ripley coming into this match, uh, and then uh, Rhea quickly eliminated Nikki. Now, I know in the past, and I think with these events, I think like the timing of this was like five minutes before the next entrant came out, they never mentioned time tonight, but both chamber matches were around 15 minutes, believe it or not. The women's match was the longest match on the card. and uh, But Nikki was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Liv Morgan eliminated Dewdrop with a uh, great sunset flip uh, from the top rope. That was a great move. A sunset flip powerbomb. Uh, then uh, Alexa came in, eliminated Liv Morgan. And then uh, Bianca Belair eliminated Rhea Ripley. And I thought maybe, like, you know, you know, we predicted pretty much Bianca Belair uh, eons ago was going to win this match that maybe maybe Alexa Bliss had a chance because we only found out on Monday that Alexa was going to be in this match. But Alexa not victorious. Bianca Belair wins and she'll face the Raw Women's Champion at Mania, which will confirm who that is in just a moment. This was probably the best match on the card. It was good. I, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, Alexa got a great pop from the crowd. I thought maybe with them bringing her back that maybe she was going to win this match, but they got their sights set on Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Uh, the next match, and I felt it was just kind of thrown together, and it didn't work out for me. It was okay for what it was, but uh, but not great. Maybe the worst match on the card, it was Ronda Rousey and Naomi taking on Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville, and the deal of this was that Ronda had to have one arm tied behind her back and uh, or to the side, I guess, depending where she uh, kept her arm. Uh, didn't affect her at all. Um, it was weird because they kept Charlotte and Rhonda like separate, except for at times when uh, Charlotte was attacking Rhonda. 
kind of like when like Bobby Lashley was going after uh, Brock Lesnar at day one, where it's just, you know, it was, it was a one sided kind of thing where it wasn't like they're facing off and going fresh. Obviously, they're saving that for Mania, but I kind of felt like doing this match kind of takes some of the buzz off of Mania. I don't know, maybe because the crowd buzz wasn't there and it was just this kind of an odd match. And um, Ronda did uh, tap out uh, Sonny Deville in this match. And of course, the Sonny Naomi feud is going to continue. I will say this Naomi. Very over with that crowd there. Uh, it was just uh, great. I mean, they're just digging everything that she was doing. Uh, she seemed like the big star in the match. You know, Ronda's the star, but just the way that match uh, went, it just seemed like everybody was loving Naomi. And it just, uh, it just like felt like watching a Raw or SmackDown match. It was just nothing, nothing exciting about uh, that particular match. The uh, next match was the Falls Count Anywhere match with Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss. Um, you know, it's always weird because sometimes you got these matches and, you know, you figure like, well, you know, the bad guys are going to double team the good guys the entire time. And, um, oh, by the way, Michael's asking how Ronda looked. Oh, well, Michael, she looked fine, but the problem was um, with the one hand tied behind her back, she was kind of limited. I mean, but she's still, you know, the invincible being, if you will. Um, you know, she was able to put the arm lock on Ronda using one arm, but it just... Uh, I don't know. The match kind of came across flat. And I think I don't know if it's because of the stipulation of the match or what it was, but it just didn't feel to have uh, the heat in there uh, that it should have had. And Alicia says that she is glad that uh, Rhonda is back. Like, it's great to see her back. Uh, I'm assuming she's going to be Charlotte at Mania. Uh, they probably have a long reign that will culminate with uh, Becky and Rhonda next year, finally getting that match in one on one, which we should have got like three years ago. But, uh, but that's you know going to probably be um, her time here in the WWE. But uh, you know I'm sure come come uh, Mania, you know one on one match, you know her and Charlotte will have some time to work on some stuff. And you got to figure too, you know I don't know how many of these guys are jet lagged coming in because you know it's twelve o'clock here. And some of these guys are probably just getting their day going because you know most of the time they wrestle it's at night. Um, and the other part is you know she's probably got some ring rust. This is her first other than a rumble, like real match in uh, three years. So, you know, probably, um, you know, come many time and Charlotte being Charlotte, they're going to have an outstanding match. So uh, moving on to the uh, falls count anywhere match, you got drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. And um, for a lot of this match, you saw, you know, a double teaming efforts with Madcap Moss and Baron Corbin. And uh, it was uh, one of those uh, times where you're like, well, why don't they just, you know, attack him the whole time, but they did leave it one-on-one. -on -one. And this is probably one of the rare occasions. And if you, if anybody, if wrestling historians are out there uh, watching this or listening later on, if you could name me a Falls Count Anywhere match that ended in the ring, let me know, because this is the first one that I can recall that, uh, that ever happened. Cause usually um, those kind of matches, you know, it ends up in the back. Obviously they didn't go in the back here. They did fight on the ramp for a little bit. And uh, and that was uh, about it for that uh, particular match. This match, uh, you know, wasn't bad. Um, you did have Corbin trying to interfere at the end, and then uh, Drew McIntyre grabbed his sword, fended off Corbin, and then you had the uh, the Claymore kick on Moss. And hopefully, um, this is done with this feud. Uh, Drew McIntyre needs to move on. Uh, you know, are they going to have a Drew McIntyre? Baron Corbin match at Mania, or are we done with this? Because uh, that means six more weeks of this feud, <laughs> if that's the case. But uh, but moving on from that one, 
Uh, this match wasn't bad. Um, Becky Lynch versus Lita. Uh, but the problem with this, and I said this on the Facebook post and uh, pretty much this card, although I did predict Charlotte Flair and, and Sonya Deville winning, um, you know, but you don't see Ronda losing much, is that this card was predictable. And, um, <laughs> and uh, Lloyd commenting on the uh, on the uh, women's match, uh, by the way, with, uh, with her hand tied to the rope. Yeah, they hit the whole match. It was, uh, you know, this this match wasn't a bad match. Uh, it was a different style because, I, you know, I don't know, like, you know, we haven't seen Lita Russell in like 15 years in a singles match. So you're, you're wondering like, how much high-flying stuff we're going to get. And I thought when this match was going on, that when Lita hit the moonsault, that I was like, oh my gosh, like nobody kicks out of that move. And I thought, we're going to get a new champion. It's like, 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 what are they doing here? And then Becky kicking out the last second. I think, uh, I think it uh, kind of surprised a, uh, a lot of people with the, uh, how that match, you know, turned out because like, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, Becky hits the manhandle slam and she retains her championship. And, um, that uh, that was that was uh, quite the match. I mean, because there's times where I said, like, like Lita's not going to win this match. I mean, she even said in interviews she's going to be uh, he doesn't have any plans after this, you know, between now and WrestleMania. But then you know, thought well, maybe it's just a tease, and uh, just the way that match went, I thought maybe uh, it was going to be. But um, yeah, Lita loses, Becky wins, so we get Becky versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. So I don't know if they're gonna. Main event one of the nights because uh, you got uh, you know Ronda and Charlotte obviously are going to get a big show and then you got uh, of course the Reigns match which would probably headline the second night uh, after that was a segment at uh, one of two things probably happened here a this was the plan or along or b because of the fact that they didn't have a lot of time left that they did what they did with the uh, Viking Raiders and the Usos supposed to be a tag team championship match and the uh, Viking Raiders come out. And uh, they get attacked by the Usos, and they're unable to continue. So there's no match. So the whole thing is just thrown out. Which, by the way, the piece that happened before this, um, it was so we learned a couple of days ago, Undertaker going into the WWE Hall of Fame. And, of course, he's headlining that. Um, you know, it probably makes sense because he's probably going to do it last year. We had Batista that was going to do it last year as a headliner. But Batista stepped out, and, you know, they didn't have a live event. So now you got a live event, you're bringing him back. You know, the Hall of Fame event, which is going to be the Friday before Mania. And uh, the video package, go out of your way to find this. I'll throw it on the page. The video package that they had for Undertaker uh, covering his whole career was outstanding. They combined Metallica uh, and, and Kid Rock and just how they mixed it together and, and everything they did in the highlights from his early days with the announcement from uh, Ted DiBiase to, uh, you know, the, the matches at Mania. And it was just phenomenal uh probably one of the best like wwe when it comes to video packages and they've been doing this for years uh just they've always been crushing it just they've always had the production values have been outstanding this is probably the best video they've ever done it is amazing so go out of your way and check out the undertaker hall of fame video which i will say this we're gonna probably see it uh, 40 times between now and wrestlemania and you'll probably be sick of it but just watch it now and appreciate everything that guy has done uh, throughout his uh, long career, and definitely check that out. Uh, so main event time, the main event of the evening, or the afternoon, uh, depending where you are. <laughs> Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles versus Seth Freakin' Rollins versus Riddle in Austin Theory. 
And uh, the one thing that happened in this match for anybody was eliminated, and a couple of guys were out, like Seth Rollins and Riddle and and, uh, and Austin Theory, was that uh, they broke through the chamber and they knocked out Bobby Lashley. And, um, oh, by the way, Alicia asking about the uh, Taker video if it's on YouTube. It probably is, Alicia. I'll post it on the ESPR Facebook page uh, uh, when we get done here. But the uh, Elimination uh, Chamber match. So you got the th first three guys in. It's Austin Theory. And you have uh, Seth Rollins facing off. And then uh, Riddle comes out, AJ Styles. And then Drew Ma or, uh, Bobby Lashley is, is in the chamber and they break through the chamber and they knock Bobby Lashley out, which I'm fine with this because it protects Bobby Lashley. Cause I was kind of wondering how they were going to eliminate him and have Brock Lesnar win the title. That was uh, something I was just trying to figure out uh, how they were going to do in that uh, particular situation. Actually, I'm going to leave you the undertaker video comment uh, in our comments here and uh, you can check it out, but do it after the video. And, um, so you get Bobby Lashley taken out and they say he's got different uh, concussion protocol. And then um, when his pod comes up next, you know, Brock's still the only one that's left in the chamber. Cause of course he's going to come out last. He breaks through his chamber. He eliminates Seth Rollins. He eliminates riddle. He eliminates AJ styles. Uh, the segment with him and Austin theory was uh, some pretty funny stuff. And uh, cause Austin trying to run away and then like fighting back. So it, it wasn't like, you know, a complete joke at the end, but you knew that Brock was only going to wrestle for a couple minutes. And then uh, he, um, Austin Theory, tries to lemon, uh, get out of the cage by climbing to the top. So we didn't see this part. Uh, this is definitely one highlight in the match. And it's not a bad match. It just it's, it's the end, and it becomes a train wreck you want to see. Where Theory goes up in the cage, Lesnar catches him, stands on top of the, one of the chamber pods, and F5s him off of the chamber, uh, a pretty brutal landing. Uh, he kind of came down his feet, but uh, that's still for quite the height. Uh, tough one. And then uh, Brock dragged him into, uh, into the ring, pinned him. He's a new champion. So he got champion versus champion at Mania. Uh, do we really need that? But that's that's what we're going to get. That's probably what's going to close out Mania, title for title, between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. And um, Which, by the way, uh, after the match, uh, you know, I thought maybe is Cody Rhodes going to show up, or maybe when Lashley was out, is Cody going to be the the sixth guy in the chamber? You know, they've done stuff like that in the past. Uh, never the case. Uh, Brock took selfies in the crowd. Not great at taking selfies. He's going to have to learn. Uh, <laughs> Corey Gray's pointed that out, but it's the Brock that we never really seen. You know, this is the Brock that's uh, you know having, having a great time uh, doing all this stuff, and he was taking selfies there. Uh, they were attending the Austin Theory afterwards, um, which I know uh, Brock said something to one of the refs, just I guess maybe checking on Austin, just making sure uh, that guy was okay or, or whatever else. But uh, the show overall, kind of flat. Uh, I mean, just very predictable. Uh, they did protect Bobby Lashley, so that was good there. Um, but the fact that yeah, Brock was going to win the championship, pretty gosh darn obvious. Uh, Bianca winning the women's uh, elimination chamber match, pretty obvious. Becky retaining. Uh, pretty obvious there. And um, I, if you're going to watch the show, I mean, you, you can watch the two chamber matches uh, and, and maybe uh, Becky versus Lita. Uh, but everything else, you can kind of skip with that, which is tough because uh, I, I don't remember much saying, you know, skip a Charlotte Flair match or skip a Roman Reigns match. Uh, but, you know, you know, if you want closure on Goldberg's career, then watch that match with uh, Roman Reigns. But, uh, man. 
I mean, am I going to rank this lower than uh, the Royal Rumble? Uh, I would call it six and a half, but it loses points for its predictability and uh, definitely no no wow factor. It was just a very by the numbers uh, live premium live event, as they don't call them pay per views anymore. Um, but this is what I guess. Again, they can check out the chamber matches and uh, and Becky versus Lita, but uh, you could you could skip the rest of the show. And if you haven't seen the Taker video yet, it comes up uh, between the uh, Lita after the Lita Lynch match uh, before the uh, tag team match, and it never happens. So uh, you can find it in the comments here below, and I'll include it on our uh, ESPR uh, webpage at uh, fm99.com and 1069 So how would you rank the pay-per-view? Uh, drop your comments below, or you can also email us at ESPR at fm99.com. Let me know what you think about the show. I know some of you might be checking this out later because it is an afternoon wrestling show, and uh, you may be watching it tonight. Uh, so uh, just again, leave your comments below or email us ESPR at FM99.com. And of course you can follow us too on Facebook and Twitter at ESPR 99. And uh, let us know uh, what you think on this show. Uh, Alicia gives the show a four out of 10. Um, WWE's had some four out of tens uh, throughout the years. Um, you know, I, I mean, I almost, I mean, I gave it a six and a half, but I almost, I almost want to agree with you on that, but I'm, I'm going to stick with my, with my grade on it, just for the chamber matches, like so. But you're not missing much, if um, you know, if you didn't see this show, you know, watch the two chamber matches, and like I said, Lita and Becky, and, and then, and that's about it. Or just stick with the two chamber matches. In all honesty, if uh, depending on how much time you have, that's only going to take you like 35 minutes once you get through the introduction. So I uh, appreciate you guys watching this again. You can always email us your thoughts, your comments, ESPR at fm99.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ESPR99. And uh, anywhere you listen to the podcast apps, maybe you're listening to this now. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google. Uh, if you do listen to us like on iTunes, uh, give us a review. Five-star review would be great. Uh, again, we're all on those uh, various uh, podcast apps to search ESPR Wrestling. And you can find us on the media tab at 1069thefox.com and fm99.com. So thanks for watching. The review of WWE's Elimination Chamber. Uh, tell your friends about our wrestling podcast. So again, we've been doing this for years, and uh, it's WrestleMania season. Usually a fun time of the year. Uh, hopefully, uh, WrestleMania not as predictable as the last couple of shows, but uh, I got a feeling it will be. Yeah. Fingers crossed it's not the case. Thanks for watching. Make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. And you guys, have a great day. Thanks for watching.